Hello everyone and welcome to our final part of this podcast series. In the first episode we spoke about reflection, gauging and preparing for the upcoming year. Last week we spoke about resolve, understanding the why, defining the what, revisiting the benefits etc etc and today we talk about reboot, the power of starting afresh. I'm your host Natalia and we're in conversation with Pastor Jeremy. Hi Natalia, good to be back with you on this third part of this podcast series. Welcome everybody. And I hope that what has been said and shared, at least in the first two, have been of some help to you. And let's wrap this up with a third word. And the third word is reboot. First one was reflection, looking back on 2023, how to reflect, what to reflect, and uh, what should be the outcome of our reflection. The second one was resolve, a key word we want to own, we want to become familiar with this coming year. And when we take the most important things of our life, make a decision around it, write it down, put it up on our board, and then in private, win, nail it, get some momentum. We want to resolve that in our spiritual life, in our physical life, in our social life, in our financial life, in our mental life, we are winning. We are on top of things. Nothing is getting us down. Failures will come and go. Seasons will come and go. No one wins all the time. No one conquers. No one is strong all the time. That is just fallacious and absolutely immature to think that that would be the case. But what do you do to maintain a resolve when you're on mountainous terrain, when you're going through life's ups and downs? How do you maintain something stable when you yourself are all over the place? That's the key observation for life itself. And if you can figure that one out, you're on your way to success. Today's word is reboot. Another word we want to learn how to do in this coming year. I take this phrase from the computer terminology. All of you are familiar with reboot. And we reboot not as often as we should. I know some people who have never rebooted their laptops or their phones. And what happens? It slows down. It just has too much going on in the background, in the foreground. There's just too many tabs open too many applications open, the whole thing jams or it's conflicting with the latest updates. The latest updates haven't had a chance to actually function well because we don't reboot enough. And the battery takes a kicking as well. And you could just go on into that little example of the whole computer thing and you can find so many parallels to life, isn't it? Today, I want to share with you just a sneak preview of our vision for 2024. And I'm going to be releasing podcasts this coming year, a podcast on worship, a podcast on Bible study, all of this with a view to sharpening our resolve, to strengthening our resolve, to be new people, renewed people in our spiritual walk. We talked about prayer in the last podcast. We'll be talking about fasting today and different things that would really strengthen my resolve to walk worthy of him who called me and bought me with his blood. So I've got these podcasts lined up and I hope to bless you with them. You could bless me by praying for me and asking God to give me good content, asking God to keep my heart close to him and sensitive to his so that I bring to you exactly what's on his heart. But the main goal, the main focus of this coming year is personal devotion. As a church last year, our main goal was home groups. And we wanted to strengthen our home groups, start new home groups, and we did so. And they went well for a while. And we're well underway to starting new home groups. And people who are, are in home groups 
and home churches are really enjoying the fellowship, the connection, the in fact, when I think about the testimonies that went out, you know, that are coming out every day for the Thanksgiving month, mostly I'm seeing the result of home group life. And I'm just absolutely loving that. This year, it's all about personal devotion, my personal devotion. I'm thinking, you know what, if every single one of us is on fire personally, I'm not living off somebody else's fire. I'm not living off somebody else's spiritual vitality. I'm on fire. I've got my own thing going. I've got my own fuel. I know how to feed myself. I know how to keep myself alive, burning. That's the secret. That's what's going to keep me going. If I can come up with my own fuel and fuel myself, feed myself, I know I can get through anything. Me and God, majority, right? So there are four aspects of it that we're going to unpack over the next few weeks as I explain and practically lay out a method through which the entire church can be rebooted in this area of personal devotion. Every one of us would agree wholeheartedly that we need a reboot in this area. One is worship, personal worship. Second is study, personal study, personal research and comprehension of the Word of God. The third is feel. What do I do with my feelings? How do I feel about my life, my ministries, my purposes, my people around me? How do feelings lord over me or are lorded by me? And the fourth one is prayer. We talked a little bit about that last time, but in this context, we're going to talk about how I can maintain a personal life of prayer, that you can call me a prayerful man. You can call me a man who prays in secret. You can call me a man who's empowered by prayer. You can call me a man who's powerful in his public life because of his private prayer life. That's what I'm talking about. So how do I maintain a prayer life that's like a weapon in my favor. All right, let's get started. A few thoughts your way. And all of this is for you to think. Think think with me. And maybe you'll think more and maybe you could share some of that with me. And I would love to bring that up as well so others could benefit. Last week, we talked about habits and getting things started and resolutions for the new year. And as good as that is, how many of us are going to fail? Yeah, every one of us. We're all going to fail and we're going to fail at everything at some point in time because none of us is perfect. So here's the thing. What happens when I skip a quiet time? What happens when I don't run today or I don't go to the gym today? What happens when when I don't read, if I've dedicated myself to reading half an hour a day or if I've dedicated myself to praying 10 minutes a day or something like that? What happens when I fail? What happens when I give, you know, when I skip? And the answer is fail fast. Fail fast. The meaning of that is when you fail, when you skip, when you drop the ball, Quickly fall, get up, dust yourself off, and move on. We just want to stay there. Like a two-year-old that has fallen, his world has come to an end. He's just lying there in absolute shock that the universe has let him down. And he waits for somebody to feel sorry for him, go into baby talk, pick him up, dust him off, and then cajole him for a while. And he wants that. And some kids get a lot of that, thanks to you modern parents. And then they grow up thinking that's exactly what should come my way. Gone are the days when a father would just stand there and say, yeah, well, is anything broken? No, get up, move on. Everything's fine. We need a little bit of that hardcore fathering, at least in our mind. 
you know no the world has not come to an end when you skipped a quiet time or when you skipped gym or when you skipped a habit or if you fell back into a habit that you were trying to break whether it's a substance abuse habit or whether it's a bad habit of talking or in your speech or in your entertainment or screen time whatever you are going to fail you are going to drop the ball you are not perfect so what are you going to do when that happens the first thing is stop feeling sorry for yourself fail fast quickly fall quickly get up and let that you know reflex act be strong be quick all right so that's the first thing it's all about winning emotionally it's about getting on top of things emotionally we live in a world where it basically says that failure is not an option interestingly we use the term fail fast could you expand a little bit more on that concept because we're going to fail which idiot doesn't know that i mean we're going to fail there is no perfect person there's no one with a perfect record and if anybody wants to be perfect it's too late it's too late in the game you already failed a hundred times so nobody's got a fail safe or a fail free life everybody and whenever you're doing something let's say you know you picked up a new habit or you're going to break a bad habit you've been at it for a while do you really think you're not going to drop the ball that's not even the point here the point is that when you do what's going to be your reflex action to it and that's what is important here so when we say fail fast psychologically be prepared for the fact that you will fail disconnect the event from your personality and from your identity failing doesn't make you a failure failure is a step to success success isn't even success if you didn't fail you've got to get it wrong to get it right you've got to try in order to actually accomplish it and trying and practice requires 100 times of falling before you eventually hit it watch those fail videos watch those amazing human being videos on youtube who got there in, in a moment right so they say to be good at something you got to do it 10000 times so fail fast is psychological fail fast has to do with the emotions it has to do with how you perceive yourself and how you handle fail my friend take it from a professional failure if you do not learn to handle failure you probably are not a good candidate for success you will not handle success well if you do not know how to handle failure well everyone who is a success in today's world dropped the ball a hundred times everyone running for presidency running big companies richest men in the world richest women in the world great people who have accomplished much in the world have a string of stories to tell you of in private in obscurity how many times they failed before you celebrated their one success right at the end so first and foremost we got to quit fooling ourselves and go counter culture thanks for bringing that up you said it's a very cultural thing and more so in our culture than any time before we connected to shame we are a shame based culture so failure means shame and that's not true it's not true now if you keep failing at the same thing and you may want to rethink that but allow for failure while you're doing it right while you're trying while you're getting up while you're giving it a shot right so here we are we are not talking about moral failure we're talking about tasks we're talking about habits we're talking about resolve we're talking about putting goals into place pushing every cylinder to get the best out of ourselves okay so as we fail fast we got to learn to fall quickly okay fine dust ourselves off get up the world has not ended and get on with it move and you're going to do this on your own that's my point for today you're going to do this on your no there's not going to be a choir that's going to sing for you every time you fall so that you can get up no you know mother's not going to come along to motivate you you're not going to wait for your friends to tell you oh, it was okay it wasn't that bad if you're waiting around for somebody else to sing for you while you you know dust yourself off that's your problem 
that's where you everybody's waiting for the world to tell them validate them give them the go ahead tell them they can do it and then they go and maybe think about it everyone who's ever accomplished it in their mind decided they could do it decided that no matter what anyone else says that they could do it and they did it and that's what you and i need to consider for our spiritual uh, goals for the coming year plus we've got enemies to deal with as well so here's the concept that i've borrowed from the computer world reboot the first thing you do to reboot is you shut down you shut down there is a good shutting down it's not the pouting it's not the going into a hole and not wanting to deal with the world deal with your problems i'm not talking about that kind of shutting down i'm talking about the kind of shutting down that is functional so whatever you were doing if it's coming up wrong again and again if you're feeling bad about it again and again quit stop give time to think put breaks put sabbaths into your life your life is seasonal it's not an endless railroad of speed it's seasonal you've got to start you've got to stop you've got to go around you've got to stop so you shut down when you shut down basically what happens in a computer is you shut down unnecessary applications so there's been applications that are running in the background there's applications that you're not focused on right now not using right now and unnecessarily what are they doing they're taking up battery they're taking up memory they're taking up screen space right so they become distractions and you start scrolling back and forth back and forth at least i can on my mouse between all these applications trying to remember why on earth that application was open you know and if you're anything like me and this is an old joke but if you're anything like me you know my my computer's frozen lots of tabs are open on my browser and i can't figure out where the music's coming from so we understand that computers have to be shut down from time to time not just after an update but periodically and it's good it's a good thing for computers why they're limited and guess what so uh we right so practically here's what i want us to do i want us to identify what the problem is identify which application is hung which part of my life is not working which part of my life quote unquote is not responding and needs to restart okay so we identify it and take responsibility do not ignore do not pout do not wait do not just identify it and force shutdown if you know computer technology there is a force quit there's quit and there's force quit and there's a force quit required on some relationships in our life on some habits in our life on some ways of doing things ways of thinking in our life and what i am saying to you humbly is identify it have the guts to identify it and have the guts to take responsibility for it okay say yes this is my fault this is how i think this is how i've grown up to think this is how i deal with stuff this is me and this has got to change because you is not perfect you're not the final product now you're not in heaven yet so you're a work in progress if anything so identify it and then take responsibility for it that's only step 1 step 2 is forgive and archive forgive and archive who are you going to forgive yourself forgive yourself for the failures for for the falling apart for the many ways in which you let yourself down forgive yourself because you are your own boss you are your own uh, leader you lead yourself you are your own motivator no one is responsible for your life except you you are the one who is going to stand up and account for your life so forgive yourself for that you know god has forgiven you right so when you don't forgive yourself when god has already forgiven you you're basically dismissing god's ruling 
So forgive yourself and then archive. Take that and archive it. People say forgive and forget, but nobody really forgets, right? So archive it. Have a folder in which it says you are not going back there. It happened. It's part of my upbringing. It's part of something that shaped me. I own it. Hey, I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't made those mistakes. I wouldn't be here if I hadn't had those horrible decisions made in those relationships or whatever. But archive it. Learn to archive it. And learn not to go rummaging in that folder again. Thank you. Number three. First one is identify and take responsibility. Second one is forgive and archive. Number three is download fresh mercy and enabling grace. Download fresh mercy and enabling grace. You need new morning mercies, lamentations. You need new morning mercies. Every day you need a fresh batch. It runs out, believe it or not. It runs out. It fades out. Mercy leaks. You've got to get fresh mercy. And thank God, he is a God who has enough mercy for each day. For every day, he has just enough mercy. An enabling grace, mind you, there are four or five meanings of the word grace. One is unmerited favor, the way God deals with us in our sin. One is giving us salvation and giving us what we don't deserve. And in terms of God's way of dealing with us, which is so gentle and loving and caring. Another one is enabling grace, when he gives you power for the living. He gives you power for the living, okay? And that enabling grace is what you want to download every day. Why would you ask for power? That's the question. You would ask for power because you're doing work that you know you can't do in your power. That means you're on the right track. If you could do it on your own, you don't need God. That's probably why many of you aren't walking with him. Because your life has no alignment with God's purposes and God's plan for your life. The moment you are on track with God's purposes, God's work, God's plan for your life, you're going to need his power because he's not going to give you something to do without giving you the power to do it. So download fresh mercy enabling grace. When do you do that? In your prayer time. How do you do that? Through your worship. How do you do that? Through the word. The power is packed into the word. It's uh, zipped into the word of God. And as the word of God unpacks in comprehension, it impacts in competence as well in your life. Fourth, number one, identify and take responsibility. Number two, forgive and archive. Number three, download and fresh mercy and enabling grace. And number four, generously dispense grace to others. Generously dispense the same grace that has been given to you to others. I could talk about comfort as well, love as well, but I'm going to use the word grace here. Why do you need to get enough grace to pass on to others? Because people are so irritating. People are incompetent. People let you down all the time. And you know what? The most irritating thing is that they are just like you. So when you go out into the world, when you get on the bus, when you get on the metro, you're heading to work, when you're walking the streets, when you go to work, when you come back to your family, you're going to live with people who are broken and are all trying to do the same thing you're doing. Carry an extra bag of grace for them. Don't nitpick at everything they do wrong. Everything, your life is not the culmination of everyone else's success. I repeat, your life is not the cumulative outcome of everyone else's success. You are responsible for yours, they are responsible for theirs. If you want grace for your limitations and failures, please generously dish out. I see people who are constantly hung up on what people are doing wrong around them. As if to say, if they lived in the company of gods, they'd be perfect as well. So carry generously enough 
grace to dispense to others as well. My friend, my brother and sister, this is all about Vision 24. Vision 24 is a life of personal devotion. That is worship, personal worship, personal study, personal victory in the area of emotions and personal prayer. To have a personal prayer life that's like training for war. And as you align yourself to God's purposes, understand that God operates in the context of the church. He doesn't operate individually with one brick of the building. He operates with the whole building. He operates with the whole flock. He operates with the whole body. The body of Christ is the church and you are a part of that body. So when God wants to do his will in your life, it will, it will be in sync with the rest of the body, with the rest of the church. So when you reboot, when you reflect, when you resolve, let your goals be aligned with God's purposes and understand that God's purposes are for the church. So align yourself in 2024 with the body of Christ, the purposes of Christ, and the work of Christ. Your life is meant for Him. You were called out and you were bought with a price so that you may no longer live for yourself, but for Him who called you and bought you and redeemed you with a great price. So my encouragement to you is to reflect on 23, to resolve for 24, and to reboot regularly in 2024 so that you can always have all your memory available to you, all your screen space available to you, and all your battery life available to you, so that you are always ready for the task that you are currently focused on. May the Lord bless you. Okay, reflect, resolve, and reboot. I love how all this is applicable. Anytime you need fresh start, anytime you need to take a time out and want to reflect and restart again. So you know what? You can come back anytime mid-year too. We have a lot of good content lined up for this year. You could also let us know what topics you'd like to see us cover in the future series. Write to us at pscjeremy at gmail.com or drop a comment down here on YouTube or Spotify if that's where you're listening. I hope you enjoyed the series and if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode with someone who may be interested in this topic. And we'll see you in another podcast.